Welcome to Brownstein's Nevada Government Relations Legislature 101 podcast series. The Nevada Legislature is as unique as the state itself. It has its own set of rules, guidelines, and protocols. This series is designed to provide our listeners with an introductory guide to the basics of the Nevada legislative process with the hopes of providing a roadmap on how to navigate the nexus of business and public policy in Nevada. In this podcast, they discuss the state budget process. Nevada operates on a biennial budget cycle to coincide with the meeting of the legislature. Learn about the process that every two years, lawmakers are required to enact a new operating budget that will fund the state for two fiscal years. Welcome to the Nevada Legislature 101 podcast series. My name is Matt Walker, policy advisor with Brownstein Hyatt Farber Shrek in Las Vegas. And I'm very excited to have Jody Stevens, Senior Policy Advisor with our Brownstein office in Reno here with us today to talk about the state budgeting process. So Nevada operates, as we've discussed in other podcasts, on a biennial cycle to coincide with meetings of the legislature every two years. And key to starting off the budget conversation in any legislative session is the executive budget. So Jody, how does that process get started? Well, hello, Matt. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. In Nevada, we have a very uh, interesting budgeting process. It starts about the spring before the legislative starts. The budgeting process begins with the establishment of the governor's budget, which is GovRec. They work with a collaborative effort between state agencies and the budget divisions. This begins in the spring of even-numbered years when the budget division requests state agencies to submit budget requests. And what that means That's a very formal way of saying that the governor's cabinet, the governor's budget director of the budget division and the governor sit down with all of the cabinet members and gives them an outline of what parameters they have to put their budget together. And so once that conversation starts, the individual agencies go back and they put together what they would like their budget requests to do. Then they submit that to the budget division and the governor's senior staff, as well as the cabinet member, go through and they decide, okay, we're going to include this or we're going to exclude that based on the different governor's parameters. So it sounds like the only parameters on these agency requests are the parameters coming directly from the executive office, directing them to take up certain initiatives or budget within a certain amount. Uh, initially, the, that, those are the priorities. You're looking at the administration, whichever, whoever is the governor, uh, their priorities. Uh, but that does lead us into how much revenue, because eventually you can you can have all these wonderful ideas, but not have the uh, funding to actually pay for these ideas. And so that's when we get into, okay, how much money does the state actually have? So I think a lot of states have a requirement to pass a balanced budget. How does that work in Nevada? How, how do we determine how much money is available at the end of the day after processing these agency requests? How much money is available? How's that determined by the governor or by the legislature? Okay, this is where things get interesting. Uh, in Nevada, we have an economic forum. They meet twice a year to establish, kind of determine where we are with our funding in reality and then to do a budget projection. And so that's what the governor's budget is based on. The budget division and state agencies use the official, it's called the 
forecast of future state general fund revenue. The forecast is provided by the State Economic Forum. The Economic Forum is a panel of five economic and taxation experts from the private sector. Once the Economic Forum numbers are in, the governor finalizes GovRec, which that means is they, with what everything the agencies came together and their priorities, as and then the real numbers that they have to go with the Economic Forum, they put those together and they establish the governor's recommended budget. Uh, which in the state of Nevada, we do have to have a balanced budget. We cannot operate in a deficit. So that economic form is kind of taking the past projections, actual collections, and then sort of taking their best guess at what's going to happen in the next year and creating that hard cap that Abs- the legislature and the governor's office need to work with it. That is absolutely correct. And so that's, they put the governor's recommended budget, which he presents to the legislature at the start of the legislature when he does his state of the state. He out- outlines, he or she, the governor, and they outline their priorities for the legislature. And then once the legislature, the money committees start immediately, even prior to session, the money committees, uh, both in the Senate and the Assembly, um, they start meeting to review the governor's recommended budget, the GovRec budget. And so those start immediately. And then as the numbers get closer to the end, towards the end of the session in May, the economic forum meets again and gives the hard numbers of what actually came in, what projections were correct, what projections were off. And then that's the governor and the legislative leaders get together and they decide what the final budget number is going to be. And that is um, what comes together for the final budget that is then passed by both houses of the legislature and signed to the, sent to the governor for signature. And you've had some inside knowledge in that process, and I'm sure there's a lot of both formal and informal conversations about those legislative measures. In some states like Wisconsin, the governor has a line item veto um, if the Health and Human Services budget didn't come out like he or she anticipated they can strike certain segments of that. Is that the way it works in Nevada? No. If you are going to veto a budget in Nevada, you have to veto the entire budget, which actually occurred while I was uh, working for Jim Gibbons in 2009. He he vetoed the budget. And so um, at that point, what happened, the budget went back to the legislature and then uh, because the both the Senate and the Assembly leadership got together and they overrode the governor's veto. But no, there is not a line item veto. You have to take it or leave it. And the Governor Gibbons left it. And the um, leadership of which was, uh, were, no, there was, uh, Democrats were, were controlling both. But in Nevada, to um, overturn a veto, it's a two-thirds majority. Or to raise taxes, it's a two-third majority. And so they had to work with the Republicans and the Democrats to overturn because there was no supermajority. So they had to work with the, both parties and both houses had to work together to overturn the governor's veto. Well, that's that was a great introduction to the state budgeting process. I appreciate your insight, Jody. And of course, if you have any legislative priorities that may be impacted by the governor's recommended budget, you can always give us a call. You can find our information at www.bhfs.com. Thank you for listening to the Brownstein High at Farbershreck podcast series. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Visit bhfs.com for more information.